0: Welcome to Capital Connections, where the complex world of finance becomes approachable, practical, and ready for your entrepreneurial journey. Hosted by Lorette Ferris, the Capital Coach. A seasoned financial services thought leader who has journeyed through investment banking, mergers and acquisitions, business brokerage, and crowdfunding. This podcast is our way to give back. It's our gateway to help demystify your business growth pillars. Each episode is part of our three-tiered multifaceted business lifecycle journey, training series, growth by acquisition, getting investor ready, and exit on your terms. It all starts with our Capital Navigators blog, where each episode is converted here in Capital Connections for those who choose to listen instead of read. Now, we don't stop there. We dive deeper into each topic through self-paced coaching programs, masterclasses, and mastermind groups transforming this information into action steps for those seeking more. Speaking directly to solopreneurs, micro to small businesses, transitioning corporate executives and technicians. Our approach? Simple yet profound. We break down high-level financial concepts into everyday language, making them accessible and actionable. Whether you want to acquire a business, raise capital, or sell your company, plug into our Business Lifecycle Journey series. So, tune in, turn up the volume, and get ready to connect the dots in your financial journey. Let's begin.
1: Let's get started. Franchise or freedom? Choosing your path to business ownership. The pros and cons of buying a franchise versus an independent business. Opening a business is an immense undertaking filled with pivotal decisions. Perhaps none looms larger than buying an existing franchise or independent business. Both have their own unique structures, benefits, and drawbacks, charting separate courses to business ownership that entrepreneurs should thoroughly navigate before setting sail. Franchise models proven systems under structured operations. Determining whether to buy a franchise or, in, or existing independent company means weighing each pathway's inherent benefits and constraints. Franchises allow new owners to immediately capitalize or nationally recognize business models, branding, and continuity across locations. However, that turnkey infrastructure relies upon adhering tightly to franchisors' mandated operational standards and procedures. Franchises offer a a prepackaged, fine-tuned business model over years or decades that help minimize startup risk through established branding and systems. Consider Burger Royale, a fictional Western U.S. fast food franchisor boasting 250 locations. Entrepreneurs could buy into one of Burger Royale's prefabricated locations, instantly receiving branding assets like logos, uniforms, and crowd-pleasing core menu items honed over decades alongside detailed instruction manuals for store operations. Enabling this new franchisee to launch with minimized early stage guesswork while allowing Burger Royale leadership to sustain consistency and customer experience that molded the brand's local regional following. However, opting into an existing franchise also means agreeing to strict operating procedures and continuous royalty payments in exchange for leveraging tested products and processes rather than originally or rather than organically Trial and error, every detail before operation. Franchisees operate within defined constraints. Burger Royale headquarters issues exacting guidelines around trivial minutiae like condiment selection and placement, staff greetings, and even franchise-wide promotional rollouts, regardless of of isolated markets. While beneficial in preserving customer continuity, this conformity and oversight limits flexibility in adapting nimbly location by location. Independent companies allow customization without institutional support. Alternatively, Independent businesses offer far more latitude in crafting your own operations and branding. Take local restaurateur Tiana if she purchases the beloved Oakland soul food eatery, Grandma Edna's, directly from founding owner Chef Percy, foregoing food franchising altogether. She would acquire total liberty in Shaping the restaurant's future directions, including refreshing interior design, rotating seasonal menus, highlighting fresh regional produce and crafting branding elements that resonate with neighborhood demographics. Tiana is responsible for all branding, marketing and operations with continued success based on her business acumen. Yet, with flexibility comes greater responsibility. Without pre-designed training programs like Burger Royale supplies franchisees, Tiana shoulders the burden of vendor selection, staffing, marketing, and daily fires facing small business owners. Without a franchisor's guidance, she must establish supply relationships, hiring criteria, and community networking avenues, but independence enables wholly personalized experiences. Franchises demand steep investments, but promise built-in demand. Becoming a business owner requires crunching more than just numbers, but costs remain a critical factor in deciding between franchise or independent models. Whether seeking franchise or independent business acquisition, prospective owners weigh considerable upfront investment against inherently uncertain future revenues. However, franchisors exchange demanding investment requirements for amplified visibility and recognition within the brand's existing customer universe. Consider Alice, exploring a body-sculpt boutique gym franchise opportunity advertised as a complete business-in-the-box for aspiring fitness entrepreneurs. The franchise contract dictates a lofty upfront franchise fee of $65,000 plus an additional $350,000 according to the company's itemized estimated expenses for location construction, company-sourced equipment bundles, required digital hardware for sales tracking and live streaming, plus additional working capital and reserves totaling over $400,000 for Alice to even unlock the keys on day one. Yet, in return, new franchisees like Alice gain certified use of BodyScope's brand, tapping instantly into existing marketing channels and reaching active clientele nationwide comprising perhaps tens of thousands of potential members thanks to the company's established market presence. While still requiring sales and promotional and promotions locally, Alice e- economizes the most grueling business phases facing independents trying to conceive and test unproven ideas before ever selling customers. on varying investments and appetite for risk without assured returns. Now consider alternative route, scanning local listings for an independently owned Bob's Barbell Club. The gym is quietly listed by its aging founder looking to retire after two decades serving community lifters. If liquidated, Tangible assets like vintage equipment will only fetch several thousand dollars. However, revived marketing and modest renovations refreshing the dated space could unlock value from longtime members who are less price sensitive thanks to the goodwill and comfort built in by the ongoing owner. In this ultra-lean startup model, Laura could negotiate nominal investment toward organic growth and slow community infiltration, a high-risk, high-reward pursuit requiring immense sweat equity rather than six-figure upfront capital. But if the neighborhood embraces Laura's continuing legacies through an evolved vision at the story club, outside risk could transform into a profitable new frontier against conventional competition. Franchises offer comprehensive training, independence improvise. Deciding between the established support model of franchises versus the independence of small business ownership extends into day-to-day operations and training as well. Just as startup investments and risk appetites diverge between franchises and independent companies, so, too, do capabilities required for operational preparedness Franchisors concentrate institutional knowledge honed over decades into elaborate training programs and ongoing support, lifting execution barriers facing novice entrepreneurs by codifying efficient solutions to common hiccups. Meanwhile, independent owners largely improvise solutions in real time reacting to rising market signals and unforeseen challenges minus a a safety net. Take Popular Fitness Boutique Franchise Body Sculpt Boot Camp, which invites enthusiastic but operationally challenged inexperienced partners into a polished ecosystem, Enriching clientele for decades through wisely refined principles around more moral lifting class playlists to optimize circuit training equipment arrangements, maximizing participant appointments who achieve targeted fat burning and strength and strength goals predictably. Bodyscope's franchise onboarding processes. Newly inducted studio owners extensively, not only on company research around ideal heat, humidity, and towel placement logistics, fostering company retention, but even prescribing verbatim phrasing for, instructor, for instructors rhythmically chanting motivation towards class attendees in the waning minutes of grueling sets with willpower waivers. This infrastructure aims to reduce foreseeable variability from location to location. Franchisees gain a competitive advantage by having corporations already debug regional considerations like real estate parking limitations that could hamper customer sign-up conversions if not addressed through supplemented virtual streaming options. Sculpt's playbook conveys crystallized wisdom, so studio owners focus more on inspiring local communities through a proven framework than sorting foundational business fundamentals through trial and error. Independent owners adapt quickly but lack established resources. Conversely, independent boutique gym owner Laura faces more volatile conditions without standardized guidance. She forges intensive franchise training when acquiring the aging gym Ironworks from the retiring longtime owner. The dated equipment and decor need overhauling to attract millennial audiences rather than retain legacy senior members. Laura crucially lacks formatted protocols from BodyScope's expansive manuals covering minute details like the placement of weight plates to optimize floor plan flow. Instead, she toggles layouts periodically using instinct rather than scientific certainty, awaiting casual customer frustrations to signal needed tweaks and refining traffic patterns across workout stations. Unlike franchises, Laura's flexibility in adapting any operations component bears the risk of alienating legacy members suddenly, finding familiar equipment relocated overnight. But independence also fosters more authentic customer relationships through continually soliciting personalized feedback. Laura mingles with patrons daily rather than analyzing member behavior algorithms from corporate. While lacking back-tested solutions of prominent franchisors, this intimacy enables Laura to inject originality, connecting uniquely with her niche market. Even lacking broad best practices, she mimics solutions working locally for competitors and tweaks further, responding to her core community franchises demand rigid brand adherence. Franchises and independent small businesses also offer differ differing significantly in creative freedom and autonomy which is afforded to owners. The contrast between franchises and independent ventures persists even when assessing the creative liberties each model permits as rigid uniformity across location provides startups with predictable success frameworks while limiting customization and innovation. Fast food mega franchiser Burger Royale with hundreds of quick service locations spanning North America epitomizes brand consistency from externals like uniform ketchup packet branding in paper goods to operational minutiae like all employees uttering, have a royally delicious day when handling customer's orders. This heavily prescribed conformity by corporate decision makers aims to limit performance variability between stores to enable ubiquitous experiences wherever travelers encounter a burger royale. Local owners like Alice in Phoenix sign away creative liberties around tweaking menus tailored to regional taste or testing contemporary store themes that could resonate stronger than the tried and true royal castle motif mandated ubiquitously. While likely advantages in preserving continuity from customers' perspectives, these constraints leave franchisees little latitude in applying original ideas or initiatives differentiated from sister stores in Vancouver or Tampa Bay once the doors open. Over time, hindered flexibility, adapting locations, specific risks They risk customer fatigue as neighborhoods evolve faster than entrenched corporate directives. Independent sacrifice proven models for flexibility. Homogeneity against local entrepreneur Tiana's acquisition of the beloved Oakland soul food eatery Grandma Edna, after founding owner Chef Percy opts to sell his aging establishment. Whereas Burger Royale locations, once open, remain tethered to initial cookie-cutter formulas, barring major corporate exceptions, Tiana seizes complete creative control over long-tenured neighborhood pillar Grandma Edna. She now answers entirely to her own sensibilities, updating interior aesthetics, crafting social media branding attuned to younger foodie demographics, and refreshing menus rotating ingredients sourced from Oakland's booming, sustainably focused farmer scene. True, lacking pre existing operational guardrails could risk alienating Grandma Edna's narrow customer niche if not investing heavily to understand their values before pivots. But Tiana's creative independence comes power determining the soul food tradition's next chapter, fueled more by direct relationships with staff and patrons than far-removed corporate committees. Her vision manifests free of predetermined constraints for better or worse. Franchises offer structured exits but limit transfer control. Franchises and independent businesses also differ in eventual exit strategies and resale values, giving infrastructure contrasts. As franchises and independent companies diverge in creative liberties, the same proves true even when assessing eventual exit strategies and ownership succession considerations as entrepreneurs plot longer-term aspirations. Franchisors institute orderly transfer processes given the interest, in preserving brand integrity and continuity across locations despite leadership changes. Regional cleaning service franchise Steamrite maintains first rights acquiring franchise locations coming up for sale, mandating approval authority even for transfers to qualified buyers standard 10-year franchise agreements outline required renovation timelines that owners like Alice and Dallas must complete to exact corporate specifications or risk non-renewal of licenses. These guardrails allow SteamWrights executive team appropriate visibility in controlling brand consistency. However, Alice faces limited sales options confined within existing franchisee networks without open market exposure should disputes ever emerge jeopardizing contract renewal. Any brokerage and transfer processes favor the franchisor's preferences over Alice's autonomy or upside, and predetermined transfer fees of up to 10% of total sale value further dilute exit paydays for retiring business owners after years invested. Independent control exits, but lack institutional buyers. Compare Alice's restricted position to fellow entrepreneur Brian, who purchased a well-known local cleaning service, the Dustbusters, founded 25 years prior and became an entrenched regional favorite through sustained community cultivation despite fading ownership over recent years. While the Dustbusters' interactions with customers remain highly personalized, like Steamrite aims for, Lacking fame as a national player limits visibility for sellers like Brian should retirement arrive and sales exploration commences. No inherent rights exist to guarantee Brian's retirement payday apart from attracting network acquirers through local business associations or community word of mouth. However... The Dustbuster's loyal stature won over decades, breathing customer intimacy and stands immune to the external brand erosion that Steamrite franchisees could disproportionately suffer. Brian exercises total latitude over sale handling to qualified buyers, setting asking prices unburdened by forced revenue sharing obligations, the same community presence powering growth now provides an ideal exit buffer. Weighing trade-offs between franchise stability and independent potential. For aspiring entrepreneurs contemplating big-league business investment pathways, the choice between franchise stability versus independent ingenuity proves multifaceted, spanning branding constraints, training support, financial control, and creative liberties. Franchisors sell more than, imme- than immediately profitable opportunities. Their true USP centers on fear reduction. Buying into extensively proven business frameworks insulating first timers from inherent market risks that crush standalone ventures. Certified operational blueprints, world-class leadership development programs, and even architectural specifications crystallize decades of trials, optimizing once unstable concepts, into empire class revenue gravity and visibility. Yet, independent trailblazers highlight that highly formatted models still fail to connect deeply at a grassroots community level over time as corporations focus foremost on unified consistency guiding strategy rather than painstaking localization. So independents skip obviously beneficial corporate infrastructure in exchange for long-term positive market reception rooted in early stage personalization and relationship building that eludes global organizations unwilling to forfeit forfeit standardization. Beyond creative appetite, aspiring business owners must still carefully evaluate respective costs, required investments, profit potential, and other vital factors that vary significantly between models. But for many, structuring a venture around their innate preferences for proven templates or blank canvases becomes the foremost strategic consideration. The biggest revelation usually emerges over time for both business models, realizing that singular factors like passion around the niche or risk tolerance can outweigh empirical financial models alone when picking lanes to best spend a career. Customization with intimacy at neighborhood levels often outperforms even the shiniest national ventures if not fixing foundations first. Selecting direction still devolves to self-discovery of an owner's why before determining what vehicle provides the best engine for that journey of core purposes – Hoping to let proven concepts guide while avoiding pitfalls or choosing independence with flexibility despite requiring more personal sweat. The ultimate decision must reconcile which trade offs an owner accepts between stability and freedom across operating, investing, innovating and even one day exiting
0: on their terms and that wraps up another enriching episode of capital connections thank you for joining us this week to navigate the ever-evolving landscape of business and finance your journey toward growth and success is our top priority you can stay connected to our offerings by checking us out at ibossinc.net, subscribing to our capital navigators blog following our company page on LinkedIn, registering for a masterclass, or joining a mastermind group. At Capital Connections, our mission goes beyond simply sharing knowledge. It's about crafting transformative experiences. So, until our next encounter, stay on the path of connecting the dots in your financial journey, and let's continue in our joint journey of growth, innovation, and leadership. Thank you again for tuning in, and see you in the next episode of Capital Connections.